All right. What's up? Festival Tales podcast. We are back and we're back together. It's been a uh, weird couple of weeks <laughs> with solo episodes or one of us missing, but um, we're back, um, settled in, moved in, all that stuff. And uh, Aid, what's going on with you? You're back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Um, there's been a crazy couple of weeks for both of us, I feel like. I just turned 26, had family in town. Babs was moving. We went to a festival in the middle of all of that. And now we're here yeah. and we're back. <laughs> festival was planned before the move. So it wasn't like, <laughs> like yeah. oh, I just go in the middle of moving, but no. Um, but yeah, we're back. Um, so, if, you know, usual housekeeping notes. If you guys can uh, like, subscribe, uh, write a review for the podcast, we greatly appreciate that. Um, the podcast is also partnered with The Stage, uh, EDM Central Hub. Make sure to check them out. They got an awesome website for all types of EDM content, including your pod, your, yours truly, this podcast is on there as well. So, yes, yeah. we love The Stage. Um, and then before we get going into Ubi Doobie stories, or UBW, however you... Oh my gosh, she's going to keep doing this all <laughs> you, I'm going to say it how I say it, and you're going to say it how you say it, but... UBW! <laughs> my friends in Florida would like to disagree, but... Disco Donnie literally put out a video saying it's UBW. Okay, well, you need to send me that so I can show them, because I said it once in front of them the way you say it, and they made fun of me the rest of the night, so... Yeah. I'll send it to you. <laughs> but, um, you have an announcement before we get going. Yeah, so we want to thank you guys for participating in our first ever giveaway. We finally have all these entries in and we are so happy to be reading the stories you guys submitted and to give to you guys a custom pashmina by Creations by Demi. So we're not going to announce who won it exactly on this episode just because it was anonymous stories, but we will be emailing you or DMing you if you want. So just be sure to check that out and get back to us. That way we can get your custom Pashmina ordered. Um, we want to thank all you guys for submitting and supporting the podcast this so far and everything like that. So it was great to get back to you guys and we want to thank you guys again. So um, like I said, whoever won, we will be reaching out to you. So just be able to reach back out to us so we can get all your info sorted out. Um, I think that was it, right, Babs? That was it, yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and who knows, we may do more giveaways or something in the future, but um, that is something we want to do to give back to you guys. So we appreciate your participation and happy to the winner. <laughs> Congrats to the winner. <laughs> happy. I've been running around all day. My mind's just like, yeah, yeah, happy, happy. Everyone's happy. Anyways, oh my gosh. Well, let's jump into it. I'm ready. I've, I've got stories lined up. I'm sure you do. Um, you want to go first? How do you want to do it? You want to launch day one? Uh, I feel like I don't have any stories from Ubi, but I need to, like, I should have thought about this beforehand. The only story I have was like our planning, I guess, like the shit show that was oh, getting yeah, to the festival to yours then, because yours is so, like at the beginning for sure yeah so let's start with mine because that was like you know day one just you know right off the bat um I felt so embarrassed by the story but it was out of my control but I think just because of me being vibe with Aiden a festival content creator and having like logistical things happen to me that shouldn't have gone wrong just made me feel like really dumb even though it wasn't like a dumb thing to happen or do or whatever. So basically, 
Um, also, this is the first time that my boyfriend and I were traveling to a festival together, going to a festival together. So I also felt super like embarrassed in front of him too, in a way, even though he doesn't care. But basically what happened was that our hotel canceled on us. So I booked this hotel maybe back in like March or something. It was right when I think the lineup had officially come out. Cause I was like, Oh, people are going to like buy their tickets. Like they're going to want to get their stuff booked. And if you didn't know, Ubby Dubby was in this super small Texas town called Ennis, Texas. And it's basically like 30 to 40 minutes outside of Dallas. And, um, everything was getting booked up. Like anything close to that venue, 10 to 15 minutes out was booked up. Um, and then as you kept on getting farther out and farther out. So we booked at a motel six, which I know was like, why did I book at a motel six to begin with? But we booked there cause it was just a cheaper option. It looked, didn't look as bad. And I was just like, you know what, let's just do this. Cause anything else we would have had to drive in like 30 minutes or 40 minutes just to get to the festival. So this was like the closest next best option we could find. And Airbnbs, I think, were sold out too, right, Babs? You were, like, looking at Airbnbs. Um, yeah, my, my group was looking at a few, and we got one that was, I, I think, like, 45 minutes away. I mean, it was not yeah. we were close, really. but And it wasn't a really, like, a crazy good, <laughs> big Airbnb or anything. It was just, like, three rooms. They put cheap beds in it. They put bunk beds in it. And we we're like, I guess that's what we're going to have to tough it out with. So. Yeah. So, and we were also going to drive to the festival. So we we're like, okay, not too big of a deal if we have to drive. Um, so leading up to the week of, I just booked it on, I had booked it on Expedia. So I just double checked in Expedia, saw it was still there, thought everything was good. And then the day of the morning of, I called them being like, Hey, what are the chances of us being able to like check in early? Because we wanted to get to the venue at two. And check-in, I think, was like around two. So we were like, oh, maybe if the room's available around noon or one, we'll be able to check in early. And they're like, oh, yeah, like you might be able to, like, um, it'll be fine or whatever. And he didn't even ask me for, like, my reservation or anything. So I was just like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. So we get to um, Waxahachi is what this other random mini town was called. And we get to that town. We get to the Motel 6. I'm at the wrong Motel 6 to begin with. Uh-huh. I had directed us to the wrong Motel 6 because in the app, it was showing one thing, but then somewhere else was showing another thing. So that was one thing that Chase, my boyfriend, was already like, what? We're at the wrong place. And so we called the other Motel 6 just to confirm that like our reservations there. And he was like, yeah, sorry, like your name's not on here. Um, are you sure you booked with us? And we like read off the confirmation number. We start reading everything off and I hand the phone to my boyfriend. He starts talking to him. And then the guy was basically like, yeah, we canceled your reservation like two weeks ago because we were overbooked. You should have gotten an email from like Expedia. You should have gotten all these things. And he wasn't very nice about it. He wasn't apologetic at all. He was just like, yeah, it kind of sucks basically. And meanwhile, I'm texting Babs and I'm like, we're going to be late. Like we don't have a place to stay. And like, cause I, we, Babs and I were going to meet up and everything. And so we were just like, um, I was like, I don't know what's going on. We're just trying to figure out somewhere else to stay. And Babs kindly offered potentially staying with them. And then, yeah, so we're freaking out. My boyfriend's like, I'm going to go inside, go to the bathroom, but you need to figure this out. And I was like freaking out. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what happened. This isn't my fault that they canceled. And like in the app on Expedia, it was still showing like that we still had this reservation. So it just didn't make sense. And then 
Um, I go on Expedia just to see if there's anything available. I wasn't actually going to book on Expedia again because I learned my lesson, but I was just like, is there anything available that's close to us? We find this hotel in like DeSoto, Texas, another random small town that's like, (laughs) makes it about like still about a 35 minute drive to the festival. So I call them and I'm just like, hey, we're really in a bind. I know it's a festival weekend, but do you have any availability? And she was just like, no, we don't. And I was like, well, on this app, it's showing that you do. And she was like, okay, let me check the cancellation. So she checks the cancellations and luckily someone canceled. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, oh my goodness. And she was like, yeah, but the room rate will be like $300 for tonight. And I was just like, $300. Okay. And I was like, okay, but we need it for two nights. So what is it for, for Sunday? Cause I also had a thought, I was like, well, maybe we just get it for tonight. And then we figure it out the next day. But I was like, no, let's just book it for the whole weekend. Like if we found something, we found something. Mm-hmm. And Chase was still in the bathroom, trying to go in the bathroom at the motel six or something. Then he comes in the card and I'm literally giving this woman my credit card. <laughs> and I was just like, just charge it. And it ended up being like $600 for the weekend. Oh my God. And it was a two bedroom, uh, or not two bedroom, two bed, um, hotel room, which is like, we don't need that, but like, whatever. And she was just like, also check-in is at 4 PM. And I was like, Oh, is there any way we can check in? And she was like, no, like the room's not ready. We need to get it ready. So we were like, okay, whatever. It's fine. So we get to the hotel and I'm getting ready in the hotel parking lot, (laughs) doing my makeup, doing my hair, just getting ready. And so then fine. That was at like three o'clock we got there. And then finally we check in at four, drop all our stuff off. I change into my clothes and then we get going and finally make it to the festival. And then, oh, I, I didn't even think about all the parking stuff. I was going to say, I was like, wasn't there more to it? Because I remember getting texts from you about it, like, during uh, the day. Oh, my God. I totally forgot all the parking stuff. So then <laughs> we're all like, you know what? We're going to shake it off. Like, you know what? It'll be fine. We're going to shake it off. We're going to get to the festival. We still have, like, uh, we'll, we'll make it in by Wooly. We'll make it in for Vanessa. Like, we're like, okay, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And then we get to parking and the maps had already taken us this like back way to get to the venue that we were really confused about. And so we start going this back way and there's just like no signage for parking. So we're like, we're we're not really sure where to go. We're a little confused on where to go. I'm trying to pull up a map on my phone, but there's no service. And then we make this right turn and we start going like you can see the venue. So we're, we're like at the venue and we're just like, make this right turn. But then we see all these other cars like turning around and going the opposite way. So we're like, oh, maybe we're going the wrong way. So we start following the rest of the cars. And then we get led to the camping entrance, like the camping, the campground entrance, car entrance or whatever. And we're like, that's not where where we need to be. And so the guy was like, oh, GA parking. We're like, yeah, GA parking. So then he loops us all the way back. And we start going all the way back around the other way of the venue. And you just see cars all along the highway trying to all get into this venue. And this is like around four, no, closer to five o'clock, basically. And you see people that like, there's like, there's like random people that just like live in this area and people are paying off the people that live there to park their cars. So some people just park their cars at like random homes because they have a bunch of lot and land and stuff. (laughs) 
So people were like parking their cars and then going to the venue, like walking to the venue. We saw people that were in shuttles and Ubers just like getting out at the end and walking all the way in. And we find out that parking was just taking a really long time. So they opened up another lane and then we found out that they made parking free and Disco Donnie had like tweeted out like it's going way too slow. Like we'll do parking free. So we get to the front of the line and they were still charging like every other car. But the guy was like, oh, like, how are you guys doing? And we're like, not great, because we just waited like an hour in line. (laughs) And I can't even imagine the people that waited longer because the line was so long on both ways of the highway. And if you were coming from one way, you had to, like, make a U-turn to get into the actual line. Yeah. And, like, people were, like, jumping, like, the the medians and stuff to get to the other side just to like cut it off and like the police were running after them and stuff it was just it was the messiest i've ever seen an entrance parking lot to like a music festival and so yeah we finally get parked an hour later it's almost like almost six o'clock we just wanted to get in by destructo at that point because we were like you know what (laughs) like it, it is what it is and we get in and I was fine once we were in, but it was just like, we were walking in once like that energy was already building and like, it was already getting chaotic and packed. So I just wish that we had gotten there earlier because I could like settle into everything. You know what I mean? Cause we walk in and it's just like automatically like, Oh, we're back at a festival. Like everything's already going. I need to get food. I need to get water. I need to do all these things. And like all these sets are already happening. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Absolutely. that was my entrance story that was just a mess and i was just like man this was rough but then day two went so much better like day two was just like a lot better logistically and everything but yeah that was probably my big story about bw was just that entrance (laughs) yeah that's what i heard we had gotten we left um we left our place at like 12 because there were some artists we wanted to see at two and we were worried about traffic and we didn't know how long the drive was and, and, uh, but we got lucky. We got lucky. I mean, we were in line for, it felt like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Oh, like nice. we were like, it was quick and we were there and then we just walked in. It was, it was a lot easier than that. I remember being like with telling everybody, cause I was with, they, they know of you of course. And yeah. they're like, Oh my gosh, you're going to come in and meet us. Like, yeah, we're going to be over there. And then like, as the texts were coming in, I'm like, I don't know if we're going to meet up with them. And I was like, <laughs> I think they're having a lot of complications, a lot of issues. And that's when I, I, we were, we were actually entering when you texted me about like your hotel. And I asked them like, Oh, the, if we have, we have room, can they stay? And that's what we did actually have room. So next time if ever that happens again (laughs) you got us but um yeah we were a little farther away though still we were about like i said 45 minutes it was definitely were you like more in dallas no no so like the the venue was what northern dallas we were like of east dallas oh like go and hit one of the you know the highways that circle around I don't know. Yeah. I don't know which one we were on. But we had to hit one of those highways and then cut up, and then go uh, up north. So, but it was it was worth it. I mean, yeah. yeah we just that's crazy. <laughs> I can't imagine dealing with that. And I not not this trip, but I have also dealt with that same issue with Expedia. Um, we had a back when I did. Um, I had a we had a decal company that we did with trucks, and 
we went to this big truck meet in Daytona and we had done mm-hmm. the same thing. We scheduled a nice hotel like in, in Daytona and we get there and the guy's like, we don't have your reservation. We're like, excuse me. Like we've had this for a <laughs> month and a half. And then sure enough, he's like, he, he told us, he was like, we get this happen. Like this happens all the time with Expedia. Like we'll cancel and like give you guys advance notice and they won't tell you anything. So I've never used Expedia since then. Yeah. I, I, I do not recommend it. I don't at never all. Never again. No, no, that, that's horrible on their part. But we ended up going to this, we found this hotel that was like, I don't even know, like $35 a night. And it was the shittiest motel oh, no. I've ever been in in my life. We were cracking. I mean, it was at this point, like we had, we had first off, we had been up for like 12 hours. We woke up at 4 a.m. to drive over to the meet for the first day and like set up when we worked it all day, eight hours mm-hmm. in the sun. And we were at this point just like laughing our asses off at how shitty the situation we were in was. It was just so Yeah. At that point you just gotta laugh it off. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was so bad. But well that's um an unfortunate um day one. Yeah. Um, Lessons learned. I got the Expedia gave us twenty five dollars for the inconvenience and I was like, Well, I will never be using you guys again. Yeah, never. You can't you can't. And I will be telling everyone to never use you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Don't, don't. You heard it here. I, I don't recommend them either. Yeah. Well, my first day went a little bit better, but I hate to say it like that, <laughs> but it kind of did, you know? Um, well, so we got there early, um, saw Midas, saw, we pretty much saw everyone from Ophelia. That's not where my story really gets crazy. Um, so my story gets crazy when we had like been texting like, oh, let's meet up. Okay, we can meet up. And I think it was our goal was to meet up like before Seven Lions. Yeah. Um, we didn't really have up with any good spots to meet for starters. That's one thing. We kind of were like, oh, go here. Or, or then I was like, no, no, this is better. And we didn't have a set spot. But I, anyways, I went over to like the water stations with my group and everything and on the left side of the stage. And I'm like heading into the crowd to go like find a spot for us. Cause I'm like the line leader. I'm like rave dad, you know? Yeah. I got our totem, or not even a totem. Someone brought in like one of those like horses on a stick, you know, I used to ride. <laughs> yeah. Holding it in the air because I'm a giant. So I can hold it in the air really tall. And people are like, Oh, we know where our group is. Yeah. So I leave them. They're not even at a spot yet. I'm like, here, you take the totem. I give it to someone else. I'm like, you take it. You hold it up. I'll be back. I'm going to go meet my friends and I'll bring them with us or whatever. Um, We we ended up not being able to meet. The funniest part of being over there waiting though was you told me, oh, my friend's in a pink cowboy hat. And as (laughs) literally at like, not even exaggerating, as you said that, I looked up and this girl walks by in a pink cowboy hat. And I'm like, Oh, you're friends with Aiden. And she was looks at me like I'm the craziest person. In the world. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're not friends with Aiden. I'm so sorry. I was looking for a pink hat. And she's like, oh yeah, you're good. Ha ha. And like walks away. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I, you know what? I just gotta go find my group. Like this isn't working out. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Okay, so that was the thing. I was like, there is no way that this was 75% capacity. There were so many people. I could, I mean. Yeah, it was very packed, but I could see where it could be even more. Like, because the, yeah. the, the festival grounds were really big. Like, I was surprised yeah. how big it actually was. Um, I didn't think it would be anywhere that size, to be honest. But yeah, it was, it, 
if it was half capacity, they might have expanded it on purpose to make <laughs> to make it yeah. usually full capacity. But yeah, there were so many people. So many people. Which p- plays right into my story. Uh, I then leave to go try to find my group and no one is holding the totem up. At least not to my knowledge because <laughs> I can't see it. There's nowhere I can find it. So I'm just on the, like at Seven Lions, just chilling by myself. And I'm, I'm finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm by myself. I'll make the most of it. I'm just going to go all the way to the front. Like I'm going to go to rail. Like why not? <laughs> so I'm on the side of the stage and I'm like, you know what? I'll one more glance. I'll look in real quick. I look in, I don't see him. And as I'm looking, I lock eyes with this one guy and he's like, are you lost too? And I'm like, yes, I am. I can't find my group. He's like, you want to go to the front? I was like, that's where I was going. Let's go. So me and this guy <laughs> just book it to the front. We kind of cut through um, and we get up front and we're on rail for seven lines fantastic set amazing then i leave and we have like we didn't have a meetup spot for my group of friends or anything so i was like well we always go to the right side of the other stage where uh venture club was playing went on the right side saw no one went to the middle <laughs> saw no one so then i was like you know what again i'm on my own here so i'm just like i put my like gloves on and i was just roaming through the crowd with my gloves and like honestly it was the perfect thing ever to have my gloves because people see the gloves and like oh my God, come here. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let me join your group for a little bit because like I don't have any friends. <laughs> so I would just meet people, give glove shows yeah. for about 10, 15 minutes. I'd be like, all right, I'm out guys. I'm moving. I'll just go on to someone else. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you had gloves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do it more for fun. I'm not like crazy good or serious, but yeah. um, my girlfriend got them for me because she noticed that I would like do my, she's like, you move your hands a lot while you're like, getting into music <laughs> and I was like oh yeah yeah she's like you should glove and like for the longest time I was like I will not glove I will I'm not I'm sorry. yeah she, like I think it was randomly it might have been randomly or for like my birthday or something like part of my gift was the gloves she was like yeah oh because you, you you're like good with your hands with the movements and stuff and I was like yeah right. but um so then <laughs> then at the end of the night literally like 15 minutes left I see one of the guys that we met earlier today that was with our group. He's this six, four guy, my height. And he's got a, like a, like a big, one of the shade hats. I don't know what they're called. They're not sombrero, uh, but like the peachy, like boat. Yeah. Hat. I saw your photo with it. Yes. It's exactly that. He had that on. And I was like, all right, I see them finally. Like I'm finally seeing the group. <laughs> I walk up and it's just him and two of the girls that aren't in my like actual group of people I go home with. I'm yeah. Like, oh no. Like I'm never going to find my group. <laughs> So then this is where it gets crazy. So then I, the festival ends and my first thought is like, all right, go to the car. Like there's no, we don't have a set meetup spot. No one said anything. Oh, and my phone's dead. That's why I can't find anybody. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. My phone's just completely dead. When I was texting you two hours before this, my phone was at 3%. So I was oh, just, yeah. it was, there was no way I was getting back. So I'm like, well, I have to go to the car. Like they're going to make it to the car eventually. So I go to the car. I get there, of course, within like, 15 minutes of the festival ending they show up that they don't even show up for 45 minutes i'm like sitting <laughs> on top of our minivan just sitting on top of it watching everybody i'm watching group after group walk by yeah I'm like my group is lost like there's how can they not find the car <laughs> we're like a straight shot into the parking lot it's like yeah how can they not find us so then i'm sitting there i can't call them to help them either then this girl two cars down shout out miranda i met her that night she was awesome she was super nice but I'm like, hey, 
is there any way I could charge my phone in your car? Like, please. <laughs> I don't. And then she's like, yeah, do you need to like to get inside? Are you like cold? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm freezing. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> so cold staying on the car for 45 minutes. And she lets me in. She puts the heat on. She lets me charge my phone. We're chilling. And then finally my phone charges and I get like, my my phone's just being blown up. I'm like, up, oh, yeah. they're like, where are you? We don't know where we're going. So finally I get a hold of one of them. He's like, bro, we've wandered the parking lot for 30 minutes. Where's the car? And I'm like, <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> like, what do you guys do without me? You guys are so lost. Yeah. So go back to the front of the parking. parking. They're like, okay, okay. They figure out how to get back after like 15 minutes. I'm like, do you, see, do you see these like where the buses are? And they're like, yeah, we see the buses. I'm like, go to those porta potties and they go there and I go grab them and bring them all the way back. And, but it was just, it was just a shit show at the end of the festival. Yeah. Like, the fact that they called me and they're like, we are so lost right now. We have no idea where to go. I'm like, yeah. God, it's not that hard. <laughs> we saw so many people just walking around the parking lot, just like clicking, hoping that their alarm would sound oh, or something. God. That was happening. And then what's funny is it's like, I was on top of the minivan sitting there and people would be like, do you see a gray Jeep? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like they would have you look for that. Like I, yeah, they'd be like, yeah. and then some people would walk by me, and like a couple of guys would be like, "This guy's got the right idea." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, this is what I want to be doing right now, sitting on top yeah, of right. man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we. So a little tip that I do, I I drop a festival, not a festival. I drop a pin on my maps on it, my it's phone. Def- definitely a smart idea. Um, yeah. I thought they would remember because it was literally like we just pulled in, we parked, and then we just walked straight through this thing. Like, yeah, especially if you were closer. I was like, how? We were farther back. So I just, I told Chase, I was like, I'm going to drop a pin right here because like there's no way I would be able to find this. I'm pretty good with directions, but like they being that far back, I was like, there's no, there's no like signs or like metal like poles to be like, oh, we're in A2 section or but like anything were. like that. That's there the- were? So on the, like, I didn't see them, you know, the makeshift lights, like they had throughout like the light, Oh. they had letters on them. Yeah. My group didn't notice that either. I had to like, I didn't notice them. I was on the phone with them and I'm like, the Miranda girls on the phone with them. She was trying to help. And she was like, oh, we're near like light E. And they were like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Like the next day I showed them, they were like, we did not know those had like, like letters on them. Yeah. yeah, I didn't didn't know that last night, but yeah, well, it's funny for me was like, I actually, okay, so I was like on the verge of kind of being like, I knew it was straight out, but I was like, I don't know where straight out it is. And yeah. what got me was when we pulled in, there was these people that came in a U-Haul, which cracked me up when we walked, like, <laughs> we in. like they just had the back open, like people came out of it. Like it was like, it's so funny. <laughs> so it like stuck in my head that. and I saw the U-Haul and I was like, oh, oh we're two rows, we're like, we have two more rows to go. And yeah. my group was like, yeah, we forgot about the U-Haul. We forgot about everything. So <laughs> oh, and the other thing that happened while I was sitting on the, on the minivan, this guy, like three cars away, sees me and he's like, oh, what's up, bro? Like, how you doing? I'm like, good, man, good. And uh, he's like, I would have asked him for help, but he seemed very out of it. And then I, he like gave, he was like, do you want an edible? And I was like, sure, but why not? <laughs> and, you know, like thinking, but then he started like talking a lot about this edible. And I was like, maybe this isn't like an edible. <laughs> he was, like, he, like, he, he was just like, don't take it now. Like take it for tomorrow. Like tomorrow will be, you'll have a fun time on it tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, guy. Like I, he just kept saying it. Like you're gonna have such a fun time on the edible tomorrow. I'm like, okay, guy, I got it. Like, 
And then when he like drove away, I just threw it on the ground. I was like, I don't want this at all. Like I am yeah. too, like, like oh I don't know what else it could be, but I don't. And that's the other thing is it didn't smell like. I was going to ask, did it smell like weed? Not at all. It smelled like, I didn't smell anything. So I was like, I am not oh, taking this. So something I just else. On the ground. I was like, like, I was like, I am not taking this. Oh my god, it was probably laced with like some LSD or something. I don't know. He took it and drove off. So whatever it is, he was having a great ride home. But I was not oh about to. Oh I was not. I was like, yeah. And you just Man. kept repeating it. Like, you're gonna have so much fun on this tomorrow. I'm like, all right, guy. Like, I don't know why this is gonna be so great tomorrow, but I don't want to find out. Like, yeah. It's funny how, like, it feels like we were so far away from, like, these festival things, but now that it's happening, it's, like, these things are happening all over again as if we never left, you know, like, just running, running into random strangers, getting lost, losing your, or not losing your phone, your phone dying, like, all these things just yeah. came back as if, like, it was second nature, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so, I mean, and, and um, yeah, you said it's a lost the phone thing. Like one of my one of our friends got his phone stolen. I was apparently oh. a lot happened at this festival. Yeah, um, I heard. So definitely, definitely get ready for that comeback festival season because yeah, those people are relentless. I still recommend the fanny pack. It's just the it's the move. It's the ultimate move. You have nothing in your pockets. You just throw everything in there. You're done. Um, yeah, yeah, you gotta be careful with that. Yeah, everything picked up like right where it was. It was. It was honestly like so nice to just be back with live music and everyone was, I mean, obviously there were people that were there stealing phones, but like, other than that, like everyone I ran into was super nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually had some people recognize me from social, which you've probably had happen. I've never had that happen. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> I was oh, like, wait, wait, what'd they say? So that's actually like, they ended up hanging with us the entire weekend after that because like they were just there was cool people they were awesome yeah and like so one of the the girl came up and was like I think you're like Babs from Instagram and I was like I am I was like and she was like yeah are you so I've actually I met her at Lost Lands I didn't remember this but oh. you found my um Instagram because I posted a picture of me at Lost Lands with the candy she made on my wrist and oh. she recognized the candy and was like oh my god that's the candy I made and that's the guy I met. And then she saw me at Ubi and they came up and um, they were a really cool group. They were awesome to hang with. I think I'm going to wow. meet up with them again at Forbidden. But awesome. yeah, they were awesome. We had a fun weekend with them. But I was not like at all ready for it. I was like, I still would recognize. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. So that was funny. Yeah, we were at, uh, there's a couple instances that happened to me and Chase has never seen it before. So I think he kind of underestimated it. Cause like <laughs> I was going to bring the totem. Well, I was thinking about bringing the totem and he was like, why don't you bring the totem? And I was just like, it's a lot when I bring the totem. Like <laughs> I-, I told him, I was like, I'm not trying to sound full of myself or like narcissistic, but like when I took it to electric forest, it was literally like every other step I took, like someone would be like eight, eight or like, whatever and so I was like I just need to ease back into these festivals without the totem for a couple of festivals and then like I'll bring it back but even without the totem like we would be um just like I was taking photos and someone recognized me or like we were out at zoom room and um back to back like two people came up to us and my friend Brenda was like joking we need to get you security or something And she was like tapping at Chase, like you got a famous girlfriend, like all these things. It was so funny, but it's always cool when you run into people and like, especially with the ones that you get to hang out with too for a little bit longer that like hang around and are cool people. 
Yeah, I, actually, a funny story with them. So we, when we met them, we were at Midas, and um, my boy and I are like big Seven Lions fans, so we were yeah. seeing everyone from Ophelia. But they were there, and he's the one older guy, the taller guy with the like shade hat, was like, "Oh, nice jersey to my friend," because he was wearing my hockey jer- Seven Lions jersey. Yeah. And he's like, oh, nice jersey. Come here real quick, and they did like the pleur thing, and he traded him like a perler and gave him a, his first perler, and he was like, on like crazy about it. So then at the end of the night, because I ran into them, only those three at the end of the night, um, he was like, oh, uh, come with me to the locker. Like, I have something for you at the locker. And I was like, oh, what? Okay. And we get to the locker and he's like, stand up, you know, come here. And he does the, we do the trade perler and he puts the perler on me and it was a seven lines perler. And he goes, so just so you know, like I made that perler like specifically for Jeff, if he was going to do a meet and greet. Obviously, we're not, they're not doing one because of COVID, but that one's yours now. Um, so enjoy it. And I was just like blown away at the time. I was like, what? Because I was also, I was by myself the last two hours. They came and yeah. rescued me. And he was like, here's this. And I was like, oh my gosh. So, um, so that was cool. Yeah, I've never gotten, I've never had a pearl or anything like that. Um, those things are, they're impressive on how they like make them. And the process right. of making them is crazy. Yeah. Um, shout out Jess, which is, I want to shout out his Instagram because he puts out, yeah. um, tons of pictures of them and like he's been making some huge huge ones for yeah uh, forbidden kingdom and he wants to trade it's uh jester candy j-e-s-s-t-e-r-k-a-n-d-i oh, cool pearl cool. check that check him out yeah that's awesome I'm trying to think of what else happened oh okay day two the only story i really have from day two was when you were like coming to meet us and you came and met us and you tapped my shoulder and I was like, I like turned around like so cautiously like you're behind me and you're like, hi. And I was like, oh, thank God. You're like, what? And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> literally like moments before you came, this girl like out of nowhere like comes and just starts like, I'm just sitting at the table just eating with my friends and she's yeah. like, twerking on my friend and she starts twerking on me. And we're like, what the fuck is going oh on? Oh my gosh. Like, and I mean, it was on our back, thank God, because we we're facing eating food, but we were just like, yeah. hey, we're just trying to eat here. Like, we're just trying to eat our pizza. Please. How weird. And so like when you came like five minutes later, I was like, oh no, she's back. <laughs> like, she's <laughs> That's why I, just I turned and we're like, hi. I was like, oh, thank God it's you. Like, thank you. no one else. Oh god. Yeah, that's funny. It's how random. So weird, but funny. Yeah. Funny story, for sure. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. There's nothing else that like day two was just like a perfect festival day. Like there was nothing that really went wrong with it. All the vibes were good. Got to meet Babs. Got to hang out, have more time at the festival. I'm trying to think. No, it wasn't really anything. The only, I guess the only thing we had to we had to witness part of a carnage set because we had to get food and it was right by the carnage <laughs> set and this, that was an interesting sight to see. That set started out pretty hard, like it was weird. We were I don't remember why we were walking away from it. Or oh no, maybe it was the end of carnage in the beginning. Of yeah, Griffin. we saw the end of it because yeah, it went into Griffin. So we were just like, oh, we'll just stay here for Griffin because we wanted spicy pie and spicy pie was right there. I heard that's like world famous. Yeah, it's the best pizza at a festival. It's so good. I haven't had it in so long. They also have really good lemonade. 
Oh my God, the lemonade at the festival was on point. So good. Some of the girls in our group, literally by day two, she got it like four times they won. And by like the second time on day two, the guy was like, the guy like literally was like, you must really like our lemonade. (laughs) I've never had anyone come by and buy it like four times a day. Oh my God. It was so good. Yeah, not so funny. So on my YouTube channel uh, for the festivals, I would rate festival lemonade. So I would like rate who has the best lemonade and stuff like that. And so it was funny because I was buying lemonade day one and I met a subscriber while in line for lemonade. And I remember Emma being on the video. She was like meeting aid in a lemonade line. Like that's so on brand. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. Festival lemonade hits good. We had a free do at this festival because none of us wanted to make our like hydration bags disgusting, but we have a free always at the end of the night i remember yeah end of the night date on the last day he'll fill his hydration pack with lemonade and then like the whole ride home we're just like sipping on <laughs> it's so good too he puts the ice in there too and everything it's yeah so good. yeah um, well wrapping it up here um let's talk about your favorite sets from day one and day two. Ooh, i mean i hate to be so basic but i definitely would have to say seven lions and like elenium you know those are my two of my top artists uh yeah and kind of the one who got me into it so i had to go see him even though liquid is awesome uh yeah but i was at the i was at um the walk-on takeover all day and i'm not like super into that stuff usually uh i don't i know it's dubstep but i don't really know the specific subgenre type it's like more freeform bass that's that melodic bass yeah but there were a lot of good artists that day that um i might only know one song of theirs but they had some like surprisingly good beats where i like i know immersive was the one that really shocked me so i'll i'll give oh, really? a shout out of like one of the ones that i was super surprised about i'd never seen them before um the best surprise set though i would have said was um my actually my boy menace i went and saw him i heard that was a really good set yeah he threw it down he was playing like he played like eight or 10 like unreleased tracks that he hasn't put out yet. And they were just heavy hitters, like heavy, heavy dubstep. So shout out Menace um, for sure. He was, he's on, yeah. the club, I think. So he, he was killing it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, day one for sure, Seven Lions. I would have to agree with that. That was a really good Seven Lions set. Um, and Chase really- like Perfect, like a little bit of everything. Yeah, and Chase had never seen Seven Lions before, and he was like, "Very like, wow, this is actually like a really good set." Because Chase is, Chase is a househead through and through. Like, first fell in love with EDM because of house music. Will always love house music, but I'm getting him to like, you know, go away from the house stage, check out some other things, and so <laughs> I, I told him I was like, "We're seeing the full Seven Lions set. Like, you're we're not compromising on that. Like, if you want to go somewhere else, you can go somewhere else." yeah but he was like okay fine like we'll go see seven lines and he was like wow i was actually impressed by that set so yeah he became a seven lions fan that day which was exciting and then um day we also caught a little bit of cascade which now chase like chase was a little iffy about cascade for some reason i don't know why but he saw that little bit of cascade set and he was like okay i want to see a full cascade set now because we saw it on the way out So I think we'll see Cascade's coming to Austin, that thing that you commented on. He, he's going to be in town for that. So we'll see Cascade then. And then day two, oh, 
day two, so we only saw the beginning of Griffin because then we went to Shiba San because Chase had never seen Shiba San or Green Velvet. And then we saw the beginning of Elenium, which I think had I stayed for that Elenium set, that would have been my favorite by far. Um, and so my Wait, favorite would have stayed. If we would have stayed, I know that would have been my favorite set because I, like I can just tell at the beginning of an Elenium set, I've seen them so many times. I just know when it's going to be a good set. And like, <laughs> I could tell that that was going to be a really good set. So I saw, we only saw the first like 10 or 15 minutes of it. And then we went to Green Velvet. Um, my favorite of the day though, was LPGOB. I don't know if you've heard of her yet. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a really incredible house artist and she was playing at like sunset at the zoom room and she is her just a little bit of background about her she grew up with parents that um traveled for the grateful dead if you know who grateful dead is oh, yeah 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 so her family were like deadheads basically and so she like was always um in love with like the community aspect of that music and like jam band like that whole kind of thing and then she i think she went to like uc berkeley or something like that for jazz music and she had this like really amazing like musical background and then she started going she went to like one EDM show and then like got really enamored by the whole aspect of like DJing she was like oh like they control the music just from like this deck like that's so crazy yeah um because she was classically trained and she ended up opening up for Sophie Tucker like for one of their shows and she taught herself how to DJ on CDJs like hours before that And she, (laughs) she taught herself that. And then Sophie Tucker heard her play and they invited her to go on tour with them. And this was like 2019-ish, basically around 2019. And then all throughout quarantine, she was doing like her own Twitch streams. So I'd heard about her, but her set, she does like live piano on top of like house music. And I would like to see that now. It's really dope. The like, blend of like real instruments and EDM is so amazing when you can pull it off. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. why I love like Rays and like absolutely big gigantic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's but, why I love that. And I grew up playing piano. I don't know if you knew that. I've played it since I was like six till like college. Is one I played it. I still know how to play. I just don't play it as often. But um, yeah, just seeing her do the piano and she's like a complete, like has just great energy on stage. Like she's a complete, like, I don't know, showstopper kind of energy. And I don't know, my whole mood was just lifted that whole time. Like it was just so good. And like, it was a really good set beginning to end. And her visuals were very like rainbow and like kind of trippy at some points and stuff. So that was my favorite. And that was the biggest surprise. Um, I wasn't expecting that. I just was like, oh, we'll go check her out. And Chase was like, wow, I'm really glad you actually like pulled us to go see it. Because we were at Valentino Con and we were there just to be with friends. And then I was like, okay, we're going to leave. Like Valentino Con's great, but I really want to go check out this girl. And Chase was like, wow, I'm glad you pulled me over because like it was a really great set. That's awesome. Yeah, it's always great when you go check out someone new or you're not sure. And then you're like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah, like I would see her again and again, honestly. I, that's I'm down. I want to go see it now. See her. Yeah. Now. I'll keep an eye out. I love a yeah. lot of stuff. I do want to say two other. I just was thinking as we were talking. Um, yeah. Midas was another one that was very. I've seen him one oh, other time. I saw him, on seen him tour with Crystal Skies, and I absolutely loved him. Um, only me and my one friend stayed. All the entire rest of the group left to go see Brondo and company. They wanted to, oh. and um, 
they were like, we want hard music. And granted, Midas didn't start hard. He started really soft, but about like yeah. 25 minutes in, he picked up, picked it up. And it was straight like seven lines type vibes of mm-hmm. like going from melodic to like uh dubstep to maybe some D and B a little bit here and there. But it was, it was, wow. I literally describe him as, as like another seven lines, I would say mm. it's very similar music. Yeah. But, um, I like that music, so that's how I, I really liked it. his album. I really wanted to see him. He's on my list still. He's like kind of a sleeper because he's not like a big headliner yet, but I think for sure he has the potential to be because his music is, I mean, that's why he's on Affiliate Record. It's so similar to that Seven Lines type vibe that like it could very well pick up as more and more people see him. I went like when I like I saw him for the first time, it was free concert at the at, wow. at, back in Tampa and it was him and Crystal Skies. And both of them have like very similar vibes too. So they click real yeah. well. And they were just like throwing down like just like straight melodic dubstep all over and over again. It was mm-hmm. a crazy night. I remember none of my friends wanted to go to that either. So just <laughs> me and my girlfriend went and we took videos and we they're like, how was it? And we send them all this stuff and they're like, oh my God, that was crazy. What? Like they didn't think it was going to be like. Yeah. Um, and then quickly I'll say was Griffin. Uh, his DJ, oh. it was a DJ set, I guess. Yeah, I, it was DJ uh, set. I was uh, completely unaware of that. And I'm not a, I, I would have swore I saw him one other time. And I was like, oh, I'm not even a fan. I didn't even want to go um, yeah. over there. My one friend was like, oh, just, we're just going to see the last half. Like, just come on, you'll like it. And sure enough, I was like, this set's crazy good. Um, so I was thoroughly surprised. Uh, his DJ set was very different than his regular set. Yeah, I, that's what we saw in the first like 10 minutes. He was like dropping some like headbanger stuff. And I was like, am I at the right set? Like looking at the set time. <laughs> I had no idea it was like that. And my boy kept telling me like throughout the day, like his DJ set is really different. You're gonna it's like so it. so different, yeah. And I was like, no, bro, like I saw him before. It wasn't the same. And then it really wasn't the same. I was like, this is Yeah. Weird. Yeah, he's, yeah. Doing a, he's supposed to do a DJ set in my hometown July 3rd. Um, oh. Like, I'm like tempted to go back. That could be fun. Fourth of July plans. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last thing I'll say that was kind of like a, not a full circle moment, but something similar to what you said about seeing Midas for a free show. So I saw Elenium 2016 at Phoenix Lights playing this like early set time, like barely anyone was there. And I think, oh, I can't remember what remix had just came out. There was one of his remix had just, I think it was Don't Let Me Down remix had just came out I'm pretty sure I have a video of it and it was just like a crazy feeling that I had of just like man I've been seeing this guy since 2016 and it'd been five years actually around then and seeing his whole progression and stuff and I like was telling Chase I was like it's just kind of crazy like seeing someone start out so small like that and then now closing out a BW and just like going hard at the first festival back. I was like having one of those like feelsy moments about it. <laughs> no, I, I understand. I mean, that's like how, that's kind of how I relate to him. Cause I saw him 17 and he was kind of bigger then. It wasn't, he hadn't like blown, blown up yet. Like you're saying, but you saw him even way before then. Yeah. I remember the, we saw him when he was only like, it well, now would be considered a throwback set, but like yeah. he wasn't even playing any hard music in his Mm-mm. set when I saw no. him. Like, it was straight melodic like feels for an hour yeah he started getting heavy in 2018 yeah 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 i could i I could see i definitely think that's pretty accurate i'm trying to think like when i saw him but yeah when i saw him my first time it was like completely different than what he is now i like what he's doing now the mixing of both but like 
it's hard to describe to people who see him now what yeah. it was like then because you're like it just was entirely like it's not even a good it's not even really fair to compare him because one was just straight melodic and like feelsy the whole time and like yeah. feel good feelsy i wouldn't say it was all sappy like there were like definitely times where you're like you're like I'm uplifted. Like this is so good. <laughs> <Yeah. nice." laughs> um, but just it's just too hard to compare. But totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Do we close it out then? Do we close it on that? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to end it out, you guys. Well, <laughs> that was our OBW experience. We're glad we could recap it with you guys. Let us know if you guys like us to do this because like Babs and I both have our full festival schedule, so we can definitely be keep on recapping the festivals yep. we go to with the stories we got and everything. Um, be sure to keep on sending us your stories as you guys are going back to events and festivals. You can always send it to us. Um, we're also accepting them in the DMs of our Festival Tales podcast, Instagram, and Twitter, so you guys can follow us and send it that way if you don't want to do the form. Anonymous, like we said, you can submit multiple times, so if you got multiple stories, definitely do that. Um, we will be reaching out to the giveaway winner. So check your DMS or your email. If that is you, thank you again for all the support and everything. Um, did I miss anything, Babs? No, no, you, you nailed it. You nailed it. We're getting back to swing at things. We're back in business. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.